Hello, today is October 15th, 2016, and I'm at Midwood High School for the 75th reunion. Um, and my name is Taina Evans with the Our Streets, Our Stories project, and I'm here with... Joan Schwartz Weber. So, good morning, for Joan. How about uh, you tell me your Brooklyn story, how you arrived, if you want to start at Midwood? Well, okay. Yeah, I, uh, well, I was born in Brooklyn um, on East 19th Street and Foster Avenue. I grew up in an apartment building there, which is a source of many happy memories. And actually, it was a bit of a distance that I went first by bus and then by, by walking to school. But Midwood, if you want me to jump ahead to Midwood, past PS 152, and, okay, PS 152, and actually, um, Dittmas Junior High, and then Midwood. I had a really happy childhood. I, I, I was thinking today about how fortunate I was to grow up when I did, where I did, and um, to always, even though I left Brooklyn when I left for college uh, at the age of 17, I still think of myself as a New Yorker, and as I think of Brooklyn as my home. Well, you know, we, um, uh, I was a good student, and I had very good friends who were also good students, and when we were going to be coming to Midwood in ninth grade, we were invited to a big meeting for those of us who were good students and to come with our parents, and we were offered the opportunity to do six majors. It was the six majors program that we were invited to enter in 10th grade. And so we could choose to have a sixth academic subject with the same weight as our other five. And we, were, we could take either a second language or a second science. And I, I took a second language. So in 10th grade, I was not only taking Spanish, I was also taking French. But we had all our academic subjects together with other kids in six majors, like capital S, capital M. And I just formed such wonderful friendships with that group of students. And we were... We took school seriously, we were, had a lot of school spirit, we were into student government, and we were into SING. And SING, from, I was um, chairman of my classes, SING, for junior and senior years, and it was, um, and we won both of those years. Of course, we lost, we, we were mortified. We should, t I should tell you about our sophomore SING, we, we, because it, our, the storyline of our class's sophomore sing was a woman running for president. And her name was Penelope Goodhart. And the sing opened on the convention floor when Penelope Goodhart got the nomination of her political party to be their candidate for president. And that song that we sang from the convention floor with many different parts um, ended up winning best song for things, but we came in fourth place and we were more <laughs> but one of the things that is very notable about that thing was that our committee that wrote it could not decide whether Penelope Goodhart could win or not win the presidency and we we check it out we at the we ended the thing by looking at the audience and saying would you have voted for a woman that was how we ended. We'd say who won or anything.
<laughs> because we couldn't. We couldn't imagine that that could be a real scenario. And so this is our high school class's 50th reunion year, which corresponds to the 75th anniversary of Midwood High School. And how fitting it is on the 50th anniversary of our class's graduation that we finally can say, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And actually, I have a sign at home that I had made up for my lawn. And on one side, it says Hillary for president. On the other side, it says Penelope for president. <laughs> After your interview, we should see Penelope song? I don't want to take up the Yeah, we remember a lot of songs. And actually, we were very political growing up. That was our, this is the kind of nerdy kids we were. We, our extracurricular activity was working on political campaigns. And Mary Jane, who you just interviewed, and I and our other friend Susan, we, we worked very hard on Robert Kennedy's campaign for senator in 1964 and um, we, we wrote a whole medley of songs for him and what, one of the things I remember doing in the fall of 64 which would have been when we were had first entered the school as 10th graders we didn't go to 9th grade here we were in our junior highs but in, when we entered for 10th grade and we were able to go to see the motorcade that was carrying Lyndon Johnson and Robert Kennedy on Bedford, on Bedford yes. Avenue so at, at the, ju the junction, at the junction, mm -hmm. we were able to go from school there and watch the um, motorcade go by. So it, it was, and that was quite a historic year. And in fact, um, we, Mary Jane and I, went to the Democratic Party's election night. That's right. Susan went too. Yeah, Susan, who isn't here now, who was, um, yeah. And so we actually, that was when uh, it was Johnson won in a landslide in November 1964. We're still very political and we still, um, we're still very good friends. I live in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Mary Jane, as she told you, is a professor in Florida and we, we share political reactions all the time. When the convention was on TV this year and Hillary was accepting the nomination, we were just texting back and forth. Do you want to mention that I ran to be a Hillary? <laughs> 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 so. Yeah, I ran to be a Hillary Dunn yeah. in my district in my So, yeah, so what else can I tell you? Um, you know, I, I, I could talk more about high school or after high school. What happened after high school? Well, I, I, went, I left and I went to Mount Holyoke College in Massachusetts, Women's College. And my first night there, I met a girl from Little Rock, Arkansas. And um, I was so fascinated by her accent, and I would think, I want to hear you talk. And she would say, but I want to hear you talk. <laughs> we couldn't believe we were, we were meeting each other, that I was hearing this Southern accent, and she was hearing this Brooklyn accent, and we were going to go to college together. So that was quite amazing. And um, it was another world in some ways. It was culture shock to be in this rural New England environment where I thought a lot of the girls came from prep schools and things like that. Um, I stayed. It was gorgeous. It was a fairy book. It was a fairy tale. Um, after, anyway, I, I went on and, um, well, I got a doctorate in, in uh, education and psychology, became a school psychologist, but my husband and I um, 
started an international adventure travel company in 1978, which is called Journeys International and is still operating under the leadership of our daughter to this day. So we, that's a whole other story. I have to tell you, it's not, it doesn't have to be recorded, but a contemporary story that's apropos of what you just said. When we had the storm up here, uh, Hurricane Sandy, uh, the city uh, contracted out with crews from all over the country to help clear the trees and everything. And there was a truck from Alabama, you could tell from the license plate. And everybody was bringing out, uh, you know, donuts and coffee. And, and I said to them, you know, the things we hear on the news about you guys, and you're really very nice. And the man, and the man said to me, we were saying the same thing about you. And it, it really, if people interact, they... I I have another little anecdote from from 1964. So, not only we we were very proud of ourselves, we were very smug that we were political volunteers and we worked on the campaign for Robert Kennedy to become senator in New York. And um, we attended, um, we we had the opportunity to meet him at a parade. We we got very close to the bandstand. And we actually had an opportunity to say something to him. At which point Mary Jane spoke on behalf of our little group of friends. And what she said to him reflected what we always congratulated ourselves for, which was, we love you more than the Beatles. <laughs> oh, that's because I mean, no, it's like we young. knew we were guilty of a teenage crush on him, but we thought, look, this is not this is not like a crush on the Beatles. <laughs> I think we should sing the two songs. That no, it's okay. Yeah. Only a topic. Okay, so here's Penelope was the perfect liberal. We felt nobody could possibly ever vote against her. And Buckley, we never in our mind had the idea of a candidate like Trump. We wanted to call him something like Schneck, but but Harris Sarney said it would sound too much like schmuck. So we ended up calling him Buckley, which was actually the name of conservative politicians, but we gave him a different first name. And he was like totally conservative. So here are the two songs. Let's start with Penelope. She'll work for liberty, equality, and the common man's ideals. Give her your vote and see our country rise to glory. Can you picture Penny as our president? She'll bring happiness to all. If you long for depollution of the air, you breathe good hearts the girl. For you, bum 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 bum, shell da 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 da. And the evils of mankind rid us of crime and the unemployment situation. She will end all graft that's in our government. She'll bring happiness to all. If you long for Medicare and lower subway fares, good hearts the girl for you. And then here was Buckley. Cast your vote for Buckley, cast your vote. He'll bring hate and prejudice, and all will note that his stand is firm, and he will not worm out of any pre-
pressure from the Reds. He'll unite extremists all the way. And be sure state governments get greater say. We'll have quota laws that will shut our doors. We will keep all foreigners away from our shores. Our stability will reach new heights. We'll deprive the people of their rights. Let's unite our forces. We can't wait. This election will decide our nation's fate. Propaganda spread better dead than red. So be smart, vote often, and you'll never be misled. But isn't that amazing? That was that was no. That was 1965. You could do it again today. You could do it again today. No. But what I really love is the way, as Brooklynites, we rhymed laws and doors and shores. <laughs> we'll have quota laws that will shut our doors. We will keep all foreigners away from our shores. Sometimes I call numbers and say, your name, your number. You got any last thing? Any last thoughts that you want to leave with future generations that might, you know, research the audio? Uh, well, I will say that, you know, teenagers are really smart <laughs> and they can do so much. And it's like, go for it, go for it. And also, when people say, oh, high school years are the worst. Not necessarily, not necessarily at all. They can oh, they be amazing. They can be amazing. And they shape your life. <laughs> they really shape your life in terms of, you know, how you react to other people and things like that. <laughs> so, you know, people bear grudges. I'm sure we're going to see that tonight. People who get, remember at the last reunion, somebody, we had a Everyone's reunion 10 done. years ago or something, and somebody wrote, um, oh, it was so, so great to see all of us who became doctors and lawyers. And you, you don't remember that? No, and I, I don't remember I forgot who wrote it. And some, a, a woman who was a legal assistant said, you know, not all of us became doctors <laughs> and lawyers, but we still have good lives. Please take me off this mailing list. Do you wow. remember that? I remember. Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah, there was a little bit of that. When was that? It was after the one at the Marriott. Wow. We had two at the Marriott. Thank you. So we've taken up so much of your time. <laughs> Thank you so much. This was fun.